hey guys, as promised, this is going to be a daily thing or it's not going to be anything at all. And um, today I wanted to share a pretty cool uh, lesson, or at least for me was a reminder of a lesson. Um, so yesterday I was, you know, driving my car. I had to drop someone off. I don't know who that person is, but maybe that person is listening to this podcast. And I started playing podcasts or I started playing the talk from Hormozy and that person was pissed because um, we couldn't listen to the music. And I was like, girl, do you know? At this point, you should know who I am, right? Like, I'll trade music for becoming the person that I need to become any day, right? So we should actually be grateful that you're becoming smarter that you're accessing these these nuggets because I'm sure that your teachers at school ain't teaching you how to how to make mails online, right? So like sit, sit, chill, be quiet, and let's learn together. <laughs> so anyway, let's go back to the lesson. Um Hormozy said that the most important thing you have to understand as a business owner is the fact that you have limited resources but on infinite ways of growing your company. Let me repeat this. We all have limit amount, uh, a limited amount of resources that we can allocate to growing our company, right? But there is a million different ways that you can actually go about scaling and growing your company. So the biggest thing that you should be optimizing for is not necessarily like, um, you shouldn't you shouldn't necessarily be distracted by all these strategies. What you should focus on is what is the one thing, what is the one strategy that you can allocate your time, which is limited, you only have so many hours in a day, your team's time, your team's focus, your funds, your capital, so allocating it carefully to that one strategy, right? Now, what ends up happening is the reason why most people can't actually scale is because they're doing too many things. They're doing um, Facebook ads, they're doing YouTube ads, they're doing uh, YouTube organic, they're doing Facebook groups, they're doing uh, appointment setting on Instagram, they're doing cold email outreach, they're doing all these things because someone else was seeing success with all these things, right? And that is probably the biggest mistake that you can do. When you're, when you're below like 5 mil a year, there's no reason for you to be doing 10 different things, right? You should figure out, hey, what is the one, what is the reason why most people buy from me? Also, this is another thing. Why do people buy from me? And where did most of my clients come from? What, for me, one of the biggest exercises that I do with, uh, with my clients whenever I get to meet them is I ask them, hey, where did you find me? Where did you find about our, our, our brand? And they always say YouTube. So me knowing that 95% of all our clients come from YouTube means that I should be going hard. And when I say hard, I mean, I should literally tattoo YouTube on my back because YouTube has changed the game for my business. And if you're listening to this and you don't have content on YouTube and you solve business problems, well, or you, well, not even business problems, you solve people problems. Like, I don't really know what you're doing every day, going around just consuming other people's content and not becoming a producer yourself. YouTube has made me millions and millions of dollars, guys. Like, it's ridiculous. And the issue is not that I can't make millions from doing outreach or I can't make uh, millions from running paid Facebook ads. 
That's not the thing. The thing is because the people who come from YouTube come ready to give me thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. Okay? So, going back to this focus thing, which is, you know, you only have, you know, what is the thing that you can do that can give you the most bang for your buck? You need to reverse engineer who are your perfect clients? Who are the people that come ready to buy, come ready to implement, and who also consider you as an authority figure? Because if you're trying to just sell people who won't do what you tell them to do, then might as well not sign them on as clients because they're just going to create a, um, a, a bad experience. You're not going to get them the results. And guess what? You're going to be the one who ends up being blamed from having a bad product when the issue was actually the client. The client didn't respect you enough to implement on what you told them to do or to they didn't allow you to keep them accountable, right? So, um, so going back on this lesson again, um, for me, one of the things that I'm going to be focusing on is what is the one strategy? What is the one thing? And that one thing can be about your offer. It can be about your acquisition um, um, flow, your acquisition channel, your acquisition um, process, and how you do it, you know. And it also is about your delivery. There's always that one thing to every single component of your business. I'm not saying that you need you also only need one thing to grow your company. No, you you can dial in your acquisition, but if your offer is messed up, if your delivery is messed up, you're not going to scale because a, a business is a system. And if one of the one of the one of the one of the components is constrained to let's say a certain amount of throughput, let's say your acquisition can attract you, let's say a million dollars worth of uh, potential right? But your offer can only sell 100,000. Well, you're guaranteed to never be able to make more than 100,000 bucks, even if your your marketing is worth a million bucks. Okay? So the number one thing that you should focus on is dial in your offer. One of the things that we're doing with Seven Figure Leverage Consultants is we're introducing this build and release model, which focuses on two things, speed, like how fast are my clients getting the thing that they want and how easy are they getting to experience it? How effortlessly are they getting the thing that they want? Most agencies and most coaches, well, coaches and consultants, to be honest, like I think they're, I mean, I'm not saying they're useless, but for me, I would never necessarily just buy from a consultant unless, um, unless I'm really stuck with clarity, right? But most of the time, even when you get clarity, you still need some implementation. So for me, what I've understood with Scaling Client Acquisition that IO is that um, I, I, I'm not going to compete on being the best consultant. I'm not going to compete on being the best coach. But what I'm going to compete on is by doing the thing and building the thing that you want to see success. And I'm going to do it faster than anybody else that you can find online, right? And by having such an offer where I'm getting people the thing they want. They don't necessarily have to pay me every single month. So I'm making it like almost like a no-brainer. They just buy the thing and then they get the thing and the thing starts producing. Well, that offer allows me to be able to handle maybe five, ten million dollars worth of throughput every year. But over the last few months, I've been making the mistake of having a really good offer, but my marketing was not was the constraint. I wasn't putting out our brand enough out there. So 
over the next few days, over the next few months, you're going to see a lot of my face everywhere because I know that if I get people to consume what we do, what I do, it is inevitable for them not to want to buy because we solve the thing that they won't solve in the most, in the most, how can I say it? In the most wonderful way, in the most desirable way possible. We don't just, it's for sure, someone else can solve the pain that you have around a appointment setting, about your offer, about this, but it's like, we solve it in the way that you want it solved. And that's what separates us from everybody else. So, um, yeah, hopefully this little um, talk helps you guys, but find the one thing that you can do to change your business. I think most people's issues are, is actually their offer. It's not necessarily their marketing. Once the offer is dialed in, and oh, by the way, offer works the same with delivery. So when you're improving your offer, you're also improving your delivery. And then the last component is marketing and sales. Um, so figure out what is the one thing. And if you can't figure it out, if you've been doing the same thing and you're just stuck at the same monthly revenue, do me a favor. Allow yourself to seek help. Allow yourself to incur a little bit of financial debt. Allow yourself to spend some money because you don't realize how much money you're leaving on the table by not getting the help, by not knowing what you don't know. You're costing yourself more money than you could ever fathom. And the it's not even the money. It's what happens once you actually acquire the funds. It's the freedom to and the confidence that you get in yourself. Becoming who you who you dream of becoming is really the goal. So, um, yeah, find the one thing. Find the one strategy. Find that one thing. Don't get distracted. And once you find that right thing, don't do anything else until that thing is done, okay? So, um, please, don't get distracted with doing too many things. Focus on the one thing. Focus on your problems and solve them for good. And, uh, you know, maybe become a seven-figure leverage consultant, start, start making a few millions, and um, let's change the world. But have a beautiful day. Um, let me know if this chat was good. And by the way, one thing that I want to ask everyone is just when you're listening to this, share it on your Instagram or your stories and just tag me. I'd love to see more people start consuming this, um, this Natural Born Leader pod because... We're all natural born leaders. Let's go.